This episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Have you had a chance to stream Doubt Surrounds All by Shackled? If not, please go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music title and go stream the new album. And then head over to From Within Records Big Cartel. Go pre-order yourself a copy of the vinyl on Smoke Red, Plain Black. And also, From Within Records just released some alternate covers for the record. So go pick those up while you still can. Also, From Within Records found some extra copies of the Gridiron and Despise split. So do yourself a favor and go cop one of those if you missed out on that earlier this year. And if you're not following Chrome Within Records on social media, please go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, and click that follow button. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we were able to track down Matthew and Adrian. They play in a band called Eightfold Path from the Bay. You know what it is. You're either from the Bay or you're a bitch. But early 2020, they released a three-song album titled Sutraduction which I was really impressed with, and I'm so happy that they're back. They just released a newer single titled Rituals, which is the lead-up to a new record that will be coming out very soon on Slam Records. So if you're not familiar, do yourself a favor and go check out this awesome band from the Bay. And I also want to compliment them for keeping this awesome streak of keeping it real and just being genuine and good people. And anybody that I've ever talked to from the Bay, anybody that I've ever dealt with has treated me really nice. And it goes a long way. So I, I appreciate it. Shout out to everybody up there. You know who you are. So please strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Matthew and Adrian to the show. and we're live welcome to the podcast matthew and adrian how's it going guys yo what's up it's good dude dude i'm happy to have uh another band from the the bay is that fair to say yes yes san jose is the bay yes and it's it's cool to see other bands like tsunami uh tweet about you guys and for people who are listening that may not be familiar you guys play in a band called eightfold path yes yes and can you guys just uh, introduce yourselves real quick, just for the people listening? Um, yeah, uh, I play guitar in April Path, and um, that's pretty much all I do now. And your so. name is Matthew. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Matt. my name is Matthew, by the way, yeah. <laughs> uh, and my name is Adrian. I um, scream in April Path. <laughs> Hell, yeah. And I I'm just curious about, like, the origin of the band, because obviously um, yeah, you guys are tied to, to some other bands, but I'm just curious about... Uh, where did the idea come from to start the band Eightfold Path? Um, I think after uh, I stopped doing stuff with Infirmary, I wanted to like make music again, but I just didn't know what to do, like what to call it and stuff. And me and Saeed were already like jamming ideas because he'd come over in my garage and stuff and we'd play. And I think around that time, I started hanging out with Adrian a lot more. And from there, it just kind of natural. It was natural, like it just happened, you know. So 
I asked him and he said he was down. And, and then <clears throat> I asked another old friend of mine um, named Eric. Uh, he plays bass and he played bass in other bands that I was in. So I asked him like, if you, he was down, he's like, yeah, I'm down. Like, sure. Why not? And it just kind of happened from there. And you guys had that uh, release in 2020, uh, Sutra Duction. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, a three song release. How long was the writing process for that record? I don't know. How long? It was a while, right? I mean, I it probably took us like a total of like maybe two months. I think so. Yeah. Well, because the thing was, like I said, how me and Saeed were already like jamming out ideas. Mm-hmm we were already looking for someone to like, cause I wasn't going to do vocals and Saeed was playing drums. So I, that process of writing songs took maybe a little longer than like, I'd say like, yeah, a couple months. And then by the time Adrian had came in and we already started to like record stuff, he worked on his vocals. So like, yeah, a couple months. Okay. And, uh, you guys obviously went and recorded with a uh, Charles Toshio, a former guest of the podcast. I'm a huge fan of him. So it's, it's always cool to be able to talk to people that he's worked with and listen to the music. Cause uh, I think the music quality is great. Hell yeah. He's hella good, dude. He's like a big, uh, perfectionist. So it definitely helps with, uh, bands who are trying to like, you know, just, they want like a really good refined like product. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's been playing music for a long time too. Um, we, like for me and him, like we've been playing uh, like shows together for like a pretty long time. We've played in like a few like bands together, like just like I just, I've just like known him too well to like not go to him, you know. And uh, I, I like fully trust him with like anything that I do that's music related. That's awesome. I I love the the connection and you still wanting to you know support him and what he's doing and to have that trust in him to you know help you guys put out great music. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, there's also other like really good like Bay Area people to go to, like yeah. um, our friend uh, Mark Estabio, mm-hmm. and um, like he's also really good too. Yeah, <clears throat> I, the first stuff I ever um, recorded, like even before I was like getting in hardcore, um, I knew of him because my brother was friends with him, and he yeah he did really good work. So I I, I would always go to him, and then just recently I started going to Toshio, and he also does great work. So they're both really good. Okay. And for this uh, first release, did you guys just want to keep it to three songs or did you have more stuff that you were working on? Um, I think like demo, like format nowadays, you know, is like three songs usually. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't want to say like I, I, I limited it to four songs, but that was just like the general idea. And that's kind of what happened, you know? Okay. And for, for this being like your first release for a new band, I was, uh, you know, back then and, and even still to this day, I, I think the music still holds up. But I was pretty impressed that, uh, or I was pretty impressed with the music quality for a first release for a new band. Obviously, like you guys have said, you know, you guys have been uh, doing other stuff. You guys are uh, have some experience, but just for a, a newer band, it doesn't always go over so well in the beginning. Yeah, um, are you talking about like production wise, like as far as like how it sounds? Because that's all Toshio. Like, oh no, no, like- I'm, I'm 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 speaking about the the quality of the actual music. Oh, like oh. writing wise. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh. oh um yeah oh. that's all matthew and saeed like i feel like they were really refined their musicianship in, in infirmary mm-hmm. so i think that just kind of like fell over to Eightfold path yeah because i mean oh sorry go ahead what you gonna say? no 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 go ahead oh i was just gonna say because me and saeed have been playing together for years like since we were like 
I think I started playing with him when I was 15, around, around 15 or 16. So mm-hmm. for us, it's kind of like we understand how to like work with each other like at this point, you know? Yeah, it's kind of hard to, to to beat that kind of chemistry that you just kind of build with someone over that period of time. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious about the band name, Eightfold Path. Uh, wh- where does that come from and what does it mean? So, um, like, when did it, when did we start, like, pre-quarantine probably, right? Yeah. It's definitely pre-quarantine. Yeah. So, pre-quarantine, um, I, me and Saeed were, like, jamming and stuff. And, and I was trying to think of a cool name. And, you know, like I was going on a writing spree in the notes app, like just writing down random ideas that would come and and it just I looked up like what it meant. I thought it was really cool. And I thought it was kind of like um, it made it feel almost like a a fresh start. You know what I mean? And it's very like a very, I don't know, like inspirational kind of thing, you know, to like reach out to like different religions and like Buddhism, for example, is like really, I think, grounded in reality and like more based in like um, you know, like shit that like you actually deal with versus like other religions where it's like one God and like be good. And I look at Buddhism as like, um, you know, if there's good, there's bad, you know? So it's like a balance of everything. I just thought it was really cool. Awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely an interesting name. So whenever I first started hearing, okay, uh, there's this new band from the Bay, definitely check it out. Uh, I, it, it always stuck out to me just because it's not like a, it doesn't sound like a, a common hardcore band name, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it just sounds, I, I wanted to make it sound like not like grounded in like hardcore necessarily, you know what I mean? Just more like an idea of like, like instead of just like music, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to be more of a, a whole thing instead of just like hardcore band, you know? Mm-hmm, 100%. And you, you briefly mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, the quarantine, uh, you guys decided to drop this music at a pretty interesting time, right? Uh, April of 2020. That's like, you know, like in, in the thick of things, uh, you know, speaking in terms of this pandemic, uh, was that always the plan or were you guys like, damn it, like, you know, this is a bad situation for everybody, but we would just want to put this out and try to move forward from it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think honestly, I think it was just uh, poor timing as far as like everything that went down, but it's, it was for everybody, you know, it wasn't just for us, mm-hmm. but like, cause we started recording, I think in December of 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and or was it January of 2020? Just definitely before we even heard of the word COVID, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, we heard the word coronavirus. So we, it was just not even a thought. And then by the time we were done, all the shit was going down. And I was like, I, I don't want to hold on to this any longer because I've already been sitting on these ideas in my head for a long time. So I really just like, I want to put it out and, and, you know, if we're going to be stuck in this for a while, I'm not going to wait into like to uncertain future. If there's ever going to be a time where like, oh, like it's going to be popping again, you know, like we're going to have shows like I don't know. So I'm just going to put it out and hope people like it over their time at sitting, you know, at home doing nothing. 100 percent. You know, I, I I enjoyed the bands that uh, were willing to, to put out new music because obviously uh I felt like it was an uh, an interesting time because it was our, our first go at it. People were on the fence, and even for me, in the very beginning, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't think bands should release stuff because what's the point? You can't really do anything. But then, exactly. like over time, I, I kind of saw like the other side of the fence, where like, no, like let's just put it out. 
because we don't know what's next, right? The when it all first started, they're like, oh, just you know, lock down for two weeks, then we'll be good. But remember, then that two weeks turned to this shit's still going on to yeah. this day, right? So uh, we we haven't beat it here in the states yet. So uh, I, I I definitely get that point, and I'm you know happy that you guys were one of the uh, you know bands that decided to put music out to give people something to listen to to keep them entertained and you know something to look forward to once shows were able to you know start happening again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was so uncertain so like there was no point in really sitting on it you know what i mean like i don't know what's going to happen in the next couple months and to wait until shows are safe again like i don't even know when that's going to happen and i think other bands are doing it too i think drain put out their whole record in quarantine if i'm not like yeah yeah they're the one band that comes to mind where they put out their record and they were on this crazy trajectory and obviously great band. Uh, they obviously moved to a, a bigger label, still doing awesome things. Oh, yeah. Um, but I felt like they like got hit super hard because, you know, like I said, they're on this crazy trajectory. They just had that record come out, but they couldn't do anything, but it still shows you how powerful that band is. Cause even through the, the whole, right, the whole quarantine uh, and that record sat there for so long for people to get to know, they're able to go out and still do crazy stuff. They're actually playing here, uh thursday um in, in garden grove i, I can't i forget the i think it's with every time i die yeah. and i, I forgot who else I, is on I, the bill um, i was thinking i was like i was gonna go to that too because i i um i asked sammy if he's like yo like you guys are actually playing i had no idea you were playing like that they were playing down there at all mm-hmm. and he was like yeah like just slide and like you, you can get in and i was thinking to myself like it'd be cool but i don't think my girlfriend would want me you know, wasting a night. I should be spending time with her and Yo, like going to the show. You know, bring your girl to the drain gig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Oh maybe, man, maybe. that'd be wild. Wait, does she, uh, not to get too personal, but does she like hardcore music? Or I mean, she she knows that like I'm into it and stuff. But her like her personally, I don't think she really like cares for hardcore that much. No, she doesn't like go out by like on her own and listen to it or anything. Yeah, you got to take her to the drain gig. yeah but yeah great band so it it is cool to for bands to still be able to you know obviously uh, make it out of the you know that whole weird situation and still be able to go out and do stuff and i I feel like they're they're a great example like a big band that put out a record that wasn't able to do anything but still um you know uh, when shows open back up they're able to you know get out there hit the ground running and be like probably in my opinion more successful right because like they jumped to bigger labels they're doing bigger shows and uh, still doing awesome stuff yeah no definitely they're they're insane and like just to see them go from playing smaller shows to what they're doing now like it's actually it's hella inspirational for real yeah and it's cool too because i'm sure it probably hits home for for you guys and those are your friends that's a local band to you guys definitely yeah it's cool and uh, during all of 2020 and even parts of 2021 uh you guys obviously put out this this record and you guys had to sit on it uh did you guys ever get like stir crazy or want to try to do more as far as maybe like put out more music or uh, you know try to do like some sort of like live stream to just keep people reminded that hey there's this new band from the bay like just because uh you know we're not able to do live shows or do any kind of touring right now uh you know we're still here um i honestly like that wasn't really a thought because we were just i i I mean me personally i was so like boarded up at home that i didn't really think about playing shows at all i just thought like one day someday you know if it happens that'd be cool but like for now i'm just gonna put it out there and i'm not gonna go hella crazy and like like try to promote it or do some crazy live stream you know i mean because like i don't know it just seems like doing the most for like something that like yeah i love it but you know like i don't know if everyone else is gonna love it so what's the point like you know i mean like going all out it's just so 
don't know. We just sat on it. And you guys have played, uh, uh, how much have you guys played since things started rolling again? Yeah, I think twice. Okay. And yeah. twice. Okay. And uh, how do you feel like it, it has gone over for you guys? Because obviously, like, like I mentioned, you know, newer band, you know, your first couple of shows after, you know, a, a year of the record being out. That's on you. I don't even look at the crowd. I don't like looking. Um, I did. I, I, um, <clears throat> I've never fronted a band before, so I'm still like learning, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I try like really hard to not pay attention to the crowd because mm-hmm. then it's just going to make me like, like, I, I feel like I won't be able to perform naturally that way if I'm focusing too much on the crowd. So, um, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten a good two the two shows we have played. I feel like it's been a good uh, reaction each time. So I'm, I'm satisfied. I feel like um, I don't really do shit to be honest. I literally just pull up after everything's written with lyrics and uh, they write everything. So like, and I feel like they're like, like I have full faith in, in them when it comes to like the music and I'll like give them my two cents about shit. But other than, other than that, like, They'll, they'll write everything and i'm like cool this is tight and um yeah and i feel like the crowd generally like is vibing with it too so and for you guys to get on the stage for those two times uh you know as a new band how did that feel for you guys and internally did you guys uh you know were you happy to finally be able to play these songs live and, and get them in front of people hell yeah um i honestly like like every time I play a show, I I'm not nervous until I, you know, I start setting up and then I start getting nervous. But the like occasional two times I'll turn my like head to look at what's going on. It makes me happy, you know? So, cause like I see that people actually enjoy it and it's not just like a, I'm doing it for like nobody, you know, there's like, there's a room, like it's empty. You know what I mean? No, it, it's always like for the most part, like people actually like it. So I don't know. It feels, it, it makes me really happy to think that, you know? Mm-hmm. okay and i'm curious about uh the last song on the first release uh infernum uh can you talk about what that song's about um <clears throat> yeah infernum um so i've like been in bands before where i did vocals but like not it was they were never like real bands mm-hmm. they were just kind of like side projects where i would just record the music and then like never put it out or like there was this one band that I did write lyrics for. We only played like three shows though. And like, it didn't really count. Cause it was kind of like a, kind of like a minority unit of like the Bay area called street sharks. And everyone got a song and there was just like multiple people, but uh, that didn't really last uh, long. Um, and uh, so I didn't really know how to like write lyrics or like what to like write about. And I try on, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't like, I don't listen to a lot of hardcore and I don't, I don't know i think a lot of hardcore lyrics are hella cheesy so i watch a lot of anime and shit so i just like get inspiration from anime and that song inferno um i based it off of um this, this is I'm, I'm i'm outing myself right like as like an anime nerd but like that song is based off of this anime called fire force and avatar the last airbender it's just i don't know i, I like will watch episodes and like there's like shit that i relate to or that i think is like cool and I'll just kind of like keep those ideas in my head. And then I'll like, just, I don't know. I'll, I have like a Google docs of just hella like ideas and like lyrics and stuff. And I, I just kind of threw it together. And I don't know, like they're like, it, like in Avatar, the last airbender, they're like, there's a lot of like 
philosophies that like each element like kind of like relates to so um i don't know i just like kind of put shit ideas together and that's what that's that was the product of infernum that's awesome. I have never seen Fire Force or uh, Avatar, so that that went over my head, which I think is uh, cool because like when I'm reading these lyrics, I, obviously um, for anybody who reads them, you, you can tell that these aren't your like typical generic hardcore lyrics. So uh, I'm like, okay, th- th- this guy uh, you know has a vibe, and, I, and I'm reading it and now. I'm curious now. I'm like, okay, maybe I, I should go finally watch Avatar and go check out this Fire Force, and maybe I, I can uh, understand the song better. Uh definitely yeah i highly recommend honestly like if you don't like anime i think avatar last airbender is like a very good like gateway show to like kind of understand like oh wow like this shit can get like pretty deep and pretty good you know i i I feel like i'm like an anime dropout you know you know people drop out of hardcore or like sell out from straight edge Uh, there's no no such thing (laughs) as dropping out man like Like, you know oh, I mean? like see see this pink t-shirt right here um you can barely yeah, tell that it's pink um yeah that's a sailor moon t-shirt uh i, Hard. I yeah because i i love uh anime but i i felt like in my like high school days i was uh you know super into anime i'm going to you know anime expo every year i still kick myself in the butt for going to anime expo over carry on's last show because i assumed carry on would get back together and do something cool but they never did huh. um and I, I still watch stuff casually. Like um, I, I feel like I have to ask people. Like, like the last uh, anime that I watched uh, is uh, JJK. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But other than that, like the only one that I really keep up with is uh, My Hero, uh, and that's like super popular, right? So that's not like that's not a deep cut. That's that's really easy to find. So, uh, but before, like I, I used to, uh, you know, we used to go to the video store and like go buy like box sets, and I'd be, you know, yeah, like, yeah, streaming stuff on. Uh, Crunchyroll. D box set right, right here. Yeah, hell I yeah. literally just got this recently. Okay, for sure. The entire collection. It's so sick, man. Okay, but w- uh, what should I watch? Give me, give me one newer anime that that I should check out that I um probably have not even heard of. Honestly, I don't know. There's like, it depends on what your little niche is. You know, like. <laughs> I like the like the the cool like the uh, like romance comedies. Like, you ever watch like Love Hina? I've heard of it. Okay, I, I kind of lean towards more of that kind of stuff. Okay, um, I'm probably not your guy then. I like a lot of old <laughs> shit. Okay. Initial D Gundam, like annoying, you know, shit. <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know. Like, I in terms of newer stuff, I just I only know like My Hero, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. um. I don't know. It's like some other shit that my friends will put me on. Yeah, I, I always see uh, uh, that girl from uh, Darling in the Franks. Uh, Horrible! Don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> no, I, I watched like I, I watched like I think like the first like four or five episodes, and I'm like, okay, this is like I, I kind of get the appeal, but I don't think it's like mind blowing. I wouldn't go to bat and saying that it's like one of the best anime ever. No, hell no! It's just like a regurgitated like all the worst parts of Neon Genesis into like all the worst parts of like mecha anime into like a series that's and that's that's uh darling in the Franks. i highly re- recommend you not watch that show. I'm, I'm, I'm a hater of that show i okay. recommend you not watch yeah that's funny uh, and that's that's interesting because i don't think i've heard anybody uh you know be that negative about it but yeah like i i wasn't like super into it yeah i don't know I, that that anime is for like all the cringy like weirdos <laughs> that have like 
big ass anime titty shirts and shit. <laughs> oh man, what do they call this? Oh, uh, what, what do they call them? I don't remember. My buddy always makes one of those kind of people because uh, we'll we'll see them at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're all there. Uh, okay, interesting. Well, I I, I do uh, appreciate anime. I'm, I'm I'm not as into it as much as I used to be. But but I'm still down. I'll I'll, I'll watch a sick anime uh, yeah. if it you know comes my way. Clean. But I'm curious about your your, your t shirt for anybody watching the video on Spotify. You're wearing a Halo Two t shirt. Uh, yeah, vin- vintage Halo Two t shirt. <laughs> I'm it, a big Halo head. Okay, okay, I was gonna ask is uh, you know the uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer just came out. I'm not sure if you're you know tapped in. Dude, I've been tapped in since it dropped. <laughs> I've been tapped in. <laughs> playing it nonstop, man. I had the day off yesterday. Oh, wow. I literally played it for, I'm not kidding you, like at least 13 hours yesterday. Jeez, that's that's almost half the day. Th- th- I'm running it, man. I got multiple squads on Discord. Like, I'm running it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, okay. You're like, you're, you're really interested. So I downloaded it, and I'm not the biggest Halo guy because, okay, uh, back when halo first came out on xbox right there's like the console wars so i I was a playstation guy but then i eventually got a xbox 360 and i I played halo here and there but i I just never uh you know fell in love with it uh maybe that's That's just yeah maybe maybe it's just my old playstation roots uh you know still being a hater but i did download the um halo infinite multiplayer i did play it um but i i just suck at halo maybe that's it maybe you just got to get your bars up (laughs) maybe yeah and and maybe it's just me getting my feet wet and not really being familiar with the maps yet, right? Because uh, I'll hear the the you know uh, power weapon available, and I'm like looking around, like where the hell's the power weapon? And I'm just stumbling yeah, across yeah. like grenades, and I can't find where the power weapons are. It's it's for sure a game. Like you gotta like understand the mechanics, learn the maps, and when like when you get good, it, it, that's when it gets fun. Okay. You know, it's like any game though, too. Honestly, I guess yeah. Because I'm I'm the same like as you. I, I love my Xbox 360 like ever since i was a kid mm-hmm. but halo was never something i got into i was but you're younger though yeah that's the thing he, he's a little older than me so i was super into like left for dead um cod gta the boring the, the simpleton games you know mm-hmm. yeah for me th- these days i'm just uh playing like a lot of apex i'm, I'm sure you guys have heard of oh, apex. Dude, apex is so fun man yeah i've been like yeah, playing okay. that non-stop like waiting for infinite Okay. Yeah. See, and, and it pisses me off too. Cause like my, uh, cause I, I just play with my buddy Nate and it's, uh, Halo came out and he's just been gone. He's been playing Halo. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. And it pisses me off. Cause like, I was like, I don't like it that much, but I'm like, whatever, go, go play Halo. If that's where you're having more fun, I'll just, you know, run games with randoms and not win. Yeah. <clears throat> is it like, is it, um, Apex? That's where like you switch off duos, right? Or is it like, you can do like quads. There's no quads. It's just like you can do trios, trios, duos, trios. and, uh, they they've had singles before, right? Yeah, you, you they've had a, a, a solo mode before, but oh, okay. I don't think that I don't think that went over well. But we just uh, always do duos, and sometimes like we'll have friends drop in. Um, I added uh, you know uh, Charles Toshio because he, he said that he wanted to play because apparently he plays with somebody who's like a apex predator. And I was like, that's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing like, in the Bay Area. Like we're all video game heads, man. Like it's crazy. Like during the pandemic. Like like peak pandemic, dude. I'm, this if this is crazy. Like we had like this is what I like to tell people. Like we had we straight up had America hardcore in a Call of Duty lobby. It was insane. Like all like the Pacific Northwest bands, all of the like Northern California bands, like the the, the SoCal bands, um, some Midwest bands in there, like a bunch of New York bands. It was insane. Like 
it was just it was such a crazy time but like in a, in a cod lobby on in, like in a fat ass cod lobby we were just uh-huh. running like custom like search and destroy yeah, games yeah. and shit and it was it was really cool but bay area specifically i think there's just a lot of like everyone just games here you know i literally had no idea so th- this is yeah. uh news to me but but it, it's awesome to hear because i love video games and i've played them ever since i was a kid yeah yeah okay. i remember joining one time i think joseph and and damien i forgot who else it was a fat ass lobby though and like people that i didn't even know that's how big it was it was it was huge like it was the list went on on my screen and then we hopped in a game and it was hella funny but i was just like i was more listening because i didn't want to like speak because i didn't know a lot of them so i was hella intimidated but it was really funny it was, it was cool yeah the squads up here right now everyone's running destiny and it, that's like mostly like the extinguished guys, like some of the field of flame guys, like uh Toshio, um like it's like some San Jose heads, but like they're most people are right now are, are currently are either running Halo or Destiny 2. They're always raiding and shit. Mm-hmm. And Destiny is a game that I, I never got into. Um I, yeah, I, I don't get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I played the first one. Um and I, I felt like I, I kind of shot myself in the foot because I, w- I got into the, the alpha and then I played the beta. And then when the game finally came out, I felt like kind of burnt out because I had done that first portion of the game so many times already. Yeah. And then it just didn't it wasn't like as good as they had promised. So it, it kind of fell flat and I got over it like really fast. And then the second one came out and I just didn't want to try. I, I just was still just not interested. Yeah, I didn't really care for it either, but I only played it just because everyone else did okay yeah but and it, it just tripped me because I, I i have some close friends that are like i'll, I'll see on like my, my steam that you know they they're playing i'm like what the hell are they doing in that game just trips I, me out these fools just grind man like that's all they do <laughs> they, they raid they do all the crazy shit like it, it's like a very like not even just in terms of lore but like in terms of like um like ranking up like that shit is like it's deep you know yeah like, there's just like there's a lot to do yeah i i guess it i, I can totally understand that because coming from somebody who plays like i, I play like final fantasy 14 uh which mm-hmm. is like an mmo and there's a new expansion coming out uh i think like in two weeks and i've just been like kind of waiting for that because i've been at the end game uh, for a pretty long time so I, whenever there's new new content coming out, I, I get pretty excited nice uh, but going back to the band uh, so you guys play those two shows and more recently you guys put out a, a new single uh off uh or excuse me uh, titled uh, rituals can, <clears throat> can you guys talk about uh that song um i f- yeah i think I think uh, there's a any breakdown there that are the it's like a, it leads into the last breakdown where it's just hella like cymbal hits mm-hmm. over and over. And I had that part like dead ass since probably like summer of 2019. And I've always wanted to use it. And I'm like, ah, it's it's hard as hell, but I don't know where to put it. I, it didn't end up going on the demo and I didn't start a new band to like throw that on. So me and Saeed were kind of building around that one idea and um I just, I don't know, like the way I look at like writing a song is just like chopped and screwed riffs. Like I have one riff, I have another riff and I have like this, you know, and how do I make it like all cohesive? Like, yeah. You know, cohesive and like glue it together. And that's pretty much it. So like that one part from like years ago turned into what you're hearing now, pretty much just um, 
yeah, chopped and screwed and, and like put together. And then I think you finished vocals for it like a couple months ago, right? Yeah. That's awesome to hear that you're finally able to put that, uh, you know, part to use because obviously to, to have it for that long and uh, not let it go to waste. I, I think it's awesome that you're able to, you know, keep it and, uh, you know, find ways to, to make it work and, and, and put it out, especially put it out um, as a single for this new record that's coming out. Yeah, I'm not, dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I hella save riffs. Like, I, I, I'll think of a riff and like, I won't use it until like, I know like it, it belongs to a certain part. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I can just like, be like hella good at riffing where i just like oh here's a disposable riff you know i'll, I'll use that anywhere like because i can make a bunch more mm -hmm. but in reality I, I i really try to hold on to like hella good riffs i'm like dude i'm not gonna be able to write this again you know what i mean so i'm just gonna hold on to it until i know like i can put it somewhere and then from there then i'll be like satisfied you know and are you just like recording these on like you know <clears throat> like voice memo apps or do you have like a really good brain where you're it's just like tucked away somewhere in there so uh what i used to do was i had a speaker in my garage and you can connect your phone to it so i would sit down um on the voice memo app and i'd record drums and i just play like whatever idea comes to mind and then i'd plug my phone into the speaker hop on guitar and then i'd start rifting along with the ideas that i had on the drums and from there it would kind of be like oh that'd be cool like maybe i can extend that part maybe i can shorten that part and i would like it was kind of just like drum samples, you know, like, like I'll do a part for this amount, like a, like a bars, you know, and then I'll do another part for this amount of bars and I'll throw riffs over it and I'll see if I like it. And um, that worked for a while. I did that a lot for infirmary. And then uh, for eightfold, me and Said were trying to write more like together, like in one room. Mm -hmm. So um, nowadays I do like writing riffs like in my head or I'll be like randomly like riffing on if, you know, if anyone sees me in public, the chances are I'm like riffing in my head or I'm tapping on something. And people always say I have like ADHD, but it's just a habit, you know? So I keep it in my head. And then from there, I'll present it to Saeed because I don't really like doing it by myself anymore. That's fair, especially if you have, you know, uh, you want to kind of enhance that writing process and have him more involved and you know, be there with you. I'm sure that's probably a, a better vibe than you just having to you know, create these bars with the drums and then, you know, play them over the speaker. Yeah, exactly. It's hell. It's way easier. And like the fact that, like I said, he knows exactly like how it's going to go because we're on the same page. So it just makes sense. You know? Mm -hmm. And as far as the, the lyrics, can you speak about uh, what rituals means to you and how you guys decided to um, reach out to Nate Walters from end of days to, uh, you know, um, do some guest vocals on the song? Hell yeah. Um, I think from the beginning, I kind of had an idea of like, what would, what would go down for like vocals. I kind of had an idea of like who I wanted on the EP that cause we recorded six songs mm -hmm. and, um, I kind of had this idea of like, all right, like who do I want on the EP? Cause like, I like dynamic, you know, like it's, it's, don't get me wrong. Like I really enjoy when like it, an EP is very like, it's like a focused idea. And like, there's like one vocalist the entire time. Like I'm, I'm hella chill with that. But sometimes I like a little bit of diversity, you know? And I feel like a lot of my friends are just so talented and like, I want to put, a, I want to put everyone on, you know? And like, not to say we're like a big popular band, but I'm just saying like, like I want to include my friends, you know? And um, especially if I feel like they would be a good fit for like a certain part or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, 
Nate, I think I met him in 2016 or 17 when I went to, um, I was on tour and we went up to Seattle and, um, yeah, I met him cause he like let us sleep over at his house and right off the bat, I was like, this dude is like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. Like his face is just very like straight, like no emotion. But then he, I like saw him cracking like crazy ass jokes and like hugging people like all crazy and just like being hella, like a, he, he has such a playful attitude. And I was like, all right, this guy's like hella cool, you know? And, and we just kept in touch over time. And he also is like a huge gamer. He streams on apex or he streams on Twitch. He, uh, he plays apex a lot. He's fucking insane. Um, he's got bars, like he's barred up for sure. Uh, any game he touches, um, he's really good. So me and him, I've just always gotten along and he knows a bunch of people from the Bay and, I was like, man, there's no way I'm not going to get him on. And especially after hearing End of Days, uh, his band. Like like I said, like I don't listen to much hardcore, but like I heard that and I was like, this is tight. Like, like it made me think like, damn, like more bands should be doing shit like this. You know what I mean? And I, I just really like his vocal style. I like his like delivery. I like it, like the like rawness. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I got to get him on a track. And um, and the, the lyrics, um, I... I started like I I kind of like lagged on writing the lyrics for this e- this EP, so like when it came time to record, I was like fuck like well what have what have I been like into lately? Because like I haven't I haven't been watching too much anime lately, but I have been reading a lot. So and w- I've been reading a lot of like the Berserk anime, and then um, the the writer passed away not that long ago, and um, it's just kind of like bad timing, and then. So once he passed away, I started reading more and just getting more influence from that. So I, there's a lot of like themes in Berserk that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. And uh, one of them is always like perseverance and like shit like that. And uh, the main theme for rituals is like, like you're here and in this specific situation, you're, you've been with someone and like, not like romantically, but like, you've been with someone in terms of like you both have a goal and you're working together towards it. And then this person kind of like fucks you over and you need to find strength to um, like, let them look basically like cut them off and like move past. And you like kind of look for like, you look for strength in like your past life and like everyone before you, like, like everyone before you has been, has had the strength to like live a good life and like, be get to a point where like they can like pass on like their lineage to you so like for example like my parents struggled and now they're like chilling they had me and if it, if like if it weren't for their struggle i wouldn't be here kind of thing so that's kind of the idea of like that lyric where i say uh, or whoever says that, i can't remember but it's like um what was it it's a. Uh, I just, I'm saying like, look, I'm like looking at, looking at my past for ritual strength. And that's kind of the idea. And um, I don't know. I just thought Nate Walters would be a good fit for that part. And I'm curious, as far as the spelling of rituals, how do you decide to go with an S or a Z? And um, I I like the Z looks cool, but I'm I'm always curious. Like, like, well, uh, did you guys just wanted to just mix it up or was there like a specific reason? It's because he's an end of days and end of days is he spell it with a Z. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're paying homage. Okay. That- yeah. I, I was just, I was thinking that looks hard as hell. Like, why not? You know, mm-hmm. but I mean, if that's what it was, that's what he said. So yeah. <laughs> for sure. And 
you you mentioned you had six songs recorded for this EP. Was there a, sp- a specific reason why you chose Rituals as uh, you know the leading single? Um, it's hella aggressive. I like it. It's because like when I listen to like a single or something, or like uh, whenever like a band puts out just one song mm-hmm. and I put it on, I like no diss, but like I don't want to hear a long ass intro. You know what I mean? Like I I want it to be like cut straight to the point and be hella like hella nasty. You know? Mm-hmm. So and for the most part. Actually, no, I think for the most part, um, all, the other songs kind of snapped, like went straight to the chase. But I don't know, this one, this riff, I really liked. I just thought it was hard, like super hard. So I was like, if people put this on and listen to this riff, I hope it'll like intrigue them to keep listening because it's a really, I, I was proud of that riff, honestly. So mm-hmm. also, like our EP is it's a pretty dynamic EP. Like not every song sounds the same. And like, there's we definitely like kind of uh like kind of stretched our arms a little bit and like it definitely is like a step up from that first release so i feel like okay well like i don't know like there's definitely gonna be songs on that ep that like i feel like people aren't gonna vibe with and maybe there's some that they they are so either way the first single i wanted to just immediately grab you Mm -hmm. and um i want people to be like oh cool like this first song was tight I want to listen to more, you know? So I, we just felt like this, this would be like the perfect song for that, for that, for that case. Yeah. I'm, I'm always curious about, uh, you know, single selection because, uh, more recently I had a, 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 a band, uh, you know, uh, world premiere, a song on the podcast and they gave me the freedom of choosing the song. Shit. And Damn. yeah. And I, I felt a lot of pressure because I'm like, Oh, like, I didn't know how this worked. I thought the band was like, okay, this is, this is the one we want out. Uh, uh, here's, here's the song. Like we're doing you the solid, but no, they gave me the responsibility of, of choosing the song. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, the, the I'm like that's hard. That's sick. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I was like, just give me, give me a couple hours. I want to sit down with the record and try to pick the right one. Cause now that I, now I feel like the pressure's on me. Cause like, what if I pick the one that doesn't hit? Um, but I listened to the record like over and over and over. And then I, I just picked the one that stuck out to me the most and the one that I thought people would want to hear. And, and, uh, and I don't know if I made the right choice. Uh, they're, they're on tour doing cool stuff and people like the new record. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like maybe I, uh, you know, pick the right song to help, you know, push the narrative. Like, okay, the record's not out yet, but it's going to be awesome. So th- there's a lot of, a, a lot of pressure. And then I, you know, in the end, I, I feel like it's like the listeners who really decide like what's going to pop and what's not right. Cause I, I've, I've talked to so many people that, uh, thought that the singles that they got, you know put out were wrong that they should have done other songs but then it turns out that they you know were fan favorites and they're like oh this is weird this is not what we were expecting so it's always an interesting move right because i don't know um you know what's right and what's wrong it, you kind of just got to pick it and kind of just see where the chips land what uh what band was that uh it, it was uh shackled from new jersey shackled. yeah shout out shackled oh, okay yeah That's sick. yeah we world cool. premiered uh our home on their episode that, that uh, came out last week and i was nervous because like because like I, I i still love the song but i i it got to the point where i listened to it so much where i'm like damn it did i pick the right one yeah mm-hmm. so, uh, okay we'll do that we'll do that next time don't worry oh we got you, we got you. <laughs> yo okay i um i will Single be looking two. forward to that 
Single number two. Single number two on, on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, and as, as far as the artwork, uh, shout out our mutual friend, Ian. Shout out Extinguish. Um, is that artwork uh, just the single cover or is that for the actual album? That's for the single, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I don't know who had the idea. It might have been Ian, but he's just got a bunch of like designs, just like kind of like in a vault that he like is like saving for whatever reasons. And he always like shoots us these ideas. He's like, yo, I, th- I feel like this would look cool with you guys or this or that. And he had this idea of like, or someone had the idea of like the statue and like the like, I don't know what it is that's like around it. But he, we, he had the idea, I think he, it was him, uh, of having the statue facing like it's back turned to like the viewer or like the listener. Mm-hmm. And then for the album, so, I mean, I guess yeah. we'll just say, say it for the album it's you can see the face of the statue it's like it's like facing you mm-hmm. so we thought it'd be a cool idea for like the single have the back facing the uh facing you and then for the album artwork it's like the whole like front of the body facing you interesting because i've stared at that that uh artwork and i'm picturing like just like some big booty hoe <laughs> but, <laughs> but now okay so and it's, it's below it's below the where the border ends right there it's the where it's at okay so uh so I, I, well, i'll get confirmation on what this person uh, actually looks like when the album comes out I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know as soon as we'll track her down we'll find the statue that's comedy um okay no but i i definitely like that idea that okay we'll get like one aspect of it leading up to the album but when it's actually out we can you know uh, see its face and get yeah. new perspective yeah yeah no. and I, he did a hell of a good job because i was like we all agreed on like like having single art and like actual ep art mm-hmm. being different but we just didn't know exactly what the single art was going to be because he, he was like super patient with us because we always because we're like back and forth like talking about it and like he'll be working hella hard an idea and sometimes i feel bad because i'm like what if we did this you know and i like you know i feel like i'm hella just like constantly changing the idea mm-hmm. but what he got out of like our input and like back and forth was hella good and then same thing with the single art. Uh, I was like, yo, can you make something like whip it up hella fast? And he's like, yeah, I got you. And uh, it's similar to the EP art, obviously, but it's like, like you said, like it's the different viewpoints of like what you're looking at, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool to to uh, kind of keep it in your, uh, in your network of friends because, uh, you know, obviously I know how talented a, a lot of them are. So for you to be able to tap into him and for him to to, to be so patient with you guys, I, I think it's cool because uh, as far as the, the single art so far, I, I think it uh, you know is uh, looks really like mysterious and interesting and kind of uh, you know cool to look at. Yeah, he has bars for sure. Okay, and uh, as, as far as uh, the the EP, you guys are working with uh, Slam Records, and I'm curious like where that relationship uh, you know, came from. I don't even. Do you remember? They they just like randomly dm'd us on twitter and was like yo like we had a fuck with you guys and your music uh do you guys plan on doing anything soon and we responded we're like oh yeah we we actually just recorded these six songs and um we don't have any like like crazy plans or anything and they're like yeah well let's do something and and that it it went from there just like yeah like i think they're putting out tapes uh soon yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, do you guys have anybody by putting out vinyl or cds i hella wanted to CDs would be hard too, but I wanted to, I wanted to do vinyls, but like mm. I've been seeing everywhere like that. It's kind of like not hopeless, but hella hard these days because apparently there's a vinyl shortage or like there's like a shortage of like supply right on like records. It's really backed up. 
So, so <clears throat> like that idea kind of, I just like, like, you know, put it in a backseat. Cause I mean, it'll happen if it happens, but I'm not tripping if it like doesn't anymore, you know, cause you can't like, it's just life, you know? Well, I'm, I'm hoping at some point it does. Cause I, I feel like if you guys work this hard on it, um, I, I feel like it, it would be nice, uh, you know, not really like end, but I, I just like a nice way to, to kind of like, uh, end this chapter of, yeah, uh, you know, definitely. this EP and be able to, to, to move on. Cause I feel like if you guys, you know, put this out, uh, just digitally and some tapes, that's cool. But I feel like, uh, you know, for as much work as you guys have put in for it, uh, it, it would be really cool to, to, to see it on vinyl and even on CD as well. Yeah, no, I hopefully that's the goal, but you know, I guess one step at a time. So very true. And as far as uh, release date, cause you guys mentioned it, it's already re- recorded. Uh, did you guys have a solid release date for the EP? Nope. I think the dude from Slam said around, I think he said like December or January. I think it's going to be January though. Okay. Yeah. I, I, seeing things in the, the, the music industry where people don't want to like release uh, late December because, you know, everybody's doing their, you know, uh, uh, you know, record or um, albums of the year and uh, people feel like new stuff can get overlooked since it's uh, the, the very end and people are just kind of like reflecting on the entire year that had just happened, uh, w- w- which I think is interesting, but I, I feel like bands uh, could still drop in December and still make ways if, if, if they wanted to. And if the music, I feel like if, if the music is good enough, uh, it wouldn't matter like, you know, what month or, you know, t- time of the year it, w- it was when the album came out. Yeah. I wasn't even, honestly, I didn't, even, I, I didn't even think about like album of the year or like people like overlooking it. I just thought, we need to play more shows <laughs> mm-hmm. and like kind of get out there more. So, and as far as uh, more shows, do you guys have anything lined up or do you guys have plans to, to do stuff? Cause obviously for, for, for me being out here in Southern California, Orange County, I, I'm always, uh, I feel like I'm always like greedy when I ask bands, like, when are you coming to Orange County um, or any part of Southern California? Cause I'm, you know, in all reality, traveling to LA, I was just in LA the other night and I went to this Chinese restaurant to see anxious and Koyo. Um, but, okay. uh, yeah. So, uh, do you guys have any plans to, to come down South? Uh, we've been talking about it, but I mean, we, yeah, we recently just talked about this and like, we do want to do something with, uh, our friends over in doomsday. No, oh, shout out like, Doomsday. Yeah, so we, we want to go either north or south, and we're probably going to, I don't know, do something soon for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I'm stoked to finally be able to see uh, Tsunami for the first I, I haven't seen Tsunami, and I, I know like... At so, all? I've never seen them, no. So oh, wow. yeah, they're actually playing down here uh, next month. They're, they're, they're playing in LA, and I, I, I bought tickets because I'm like, I need to see Tsunami. It's uh, kind of criminal uh, that I haven't seen them because I, I, I've just been like just bad timing. Like I was like out of town last time they're down here and whenever they play up north, I, I've never been um, in your guys' area for a show. So I'm definitely looking forward to finally being able to see some bands from the Bay that, that I've never seen before. Do uh, do back to back. Go uh, L.A. and then there's one here too at the uh, fucking, in Cupertino. That'd be hard because they're playing and then uh, Feel the flames playing, big boys playing, right? What's playing? Extinguish. Extinguish is playing. Yeah. I'll get my I'm trying to get some big boy merch. Uh, they have the funniest T-shirt. That... Ask him. <laughs> Ask this for. Wait, you're, you're the plug. Uh, I mean, 
Okay, because I, I want that shirt that says I, I, I went to your scene and uh, nobody knew you or, or I'm not uh, sure. We might reprint that. I don't know. Please reprint that so I can own one. That's that's seriously one of the funniest shirts that I've ever seen. And obviously that, that band goes hard. Um, but but, but I uh, wait, are, are you in that band as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I play guitar in that. Oh, I had no idea. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But um yeah uh, the band goes hard but i i think that t-shirt is so funny because uh I, I i know this guy and he uh, he claimed to be from like the baltimore scene whatever and he would like try to rep it or, or whatever and i'm like that's cool like well, like i don't care like i live in california you live in california um it's it's cool you're from baltimore and he would always talk about it and brag about it like he was like some hard dude and i, I got curious and I, and I went uh and like uh you know i had some people on the podcast from that area and i, and I, I just started to ask you know just kind of curious and want, want to see if he was really telling the truth and uh, sure enough nobody knew who he was and come to, find, <laughs> come to find he's not even from baltimore he's like from like two hours north of baltimore like once i i like asked him i'm like hey like, i talked to so-and-so and nobody said they know, they know who you are and then he admitted oh i'm not really from baltimore i'm from like two hours north which i I don't even know where the hell he's from so i'm like that's weird like that's crazy yeah, just, yeah just keep it real you don't have to lie to you know <laughs> yeah. where you're from that's um, the thing like with, with big boy like i don't know like everyone in the band we just we like funny shit and like mm -hmm. uh the singer brandon he uh he's he's the real big boy that's he's that's that's the reason why the band is called big boy like he just says like this like uh big like filipino guy just like moshes hella hard like <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but he's he's like everyone's homie up here and like he's uh he's always been down and like he's never been in a band or he's been in a band like when he was super young but like he's never been in a band in san jose and like we just had to do it like he had to front a band for once you know and and what, what better name than big boy you know and uh he's like a, he's like a big like thrift head and he's always finding all these cool shirts and like funny shit and like um he like I don't know. He's like a very reputable guy up here. And like, he just will find shirts and be like, yo, this is super niche and like crazy. Like let's, let's do something similar to this, but with big boy. And like, I don't know, that's where he got that idea for that. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the, the uh, coolest t-shirts that I, I don't own. So hopefully one day <laughs> I, I can own one of those. Cause I, I think it's like super sick. We'll, we'll probably reprint some more. I'll save you one. I'll, I'll be sure to save you one. Thank you. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, but I, I'm curious for, for you guys, uh, you know, uh, newer band in, in your area. And I've said this like, you know, publicly uh, before. I, I feel like what's going on up in uh, the, the Bay, Northern California is like legendary stuff. And, and it's, it's crazy, too, because now, like, I feel like the, the landscape's changing. You know, uh, Gulch is deciding to hang it up, which I think is, uh, you know, crazy. But obviously they, they have their their own reasons for, for, for doing that. And I respect that. But um, as far as like all the other bands, you, you look at how popular, uh, you know, Tsunami is, uh, you know, Drain's uh, busy, uh, Scowl's going crazy, Spy's going crazy. Uh, do you guys feel any pressure at all being a, a, like a newer band to kind of, uh, you know, uh, uphold the legacy and keep it going? Because you don't want to be the one band to, to come out from the area with all these, you know, uh, you know hitters and then just kind of be the one that, that falls flat. Um, no, the thing is, <clears throat> like all those bands that you mentioned i like i know that um they'll put on for like other bands as much as possible you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like expectations of like how big the band's gonna get like aside i think um i just like the main goal is just to be like credible and write really good songs and i don't think there's any like 
expectations out of like the band. Like obviously, like we want to play good shows and we want to write good music, but like that's pretty much all I can ask for. And and you know, I'm happy with what we're doing. So I mean, I don't think there's any reason to feel any kind of pressure, you know. And if it is uh because like there's hella good bands up here, it's it's more of like a a support. I wouldn't call it like a like pressure, you know. For sure. Yeah, and for me, like I've been playing shows longer than he has, but like I don't know the way I look at it is like bands from the Bay like have always been hella good. Like um, the band before Gold was this band called True Hearted, and like there was this band uh, also from San Jose called Forlorn, and like all these other good bands where there's just like good musicianship, like the energy's there. Like to me, like these bands from our area have always been good it's just a matter of like how much light has been like put on them yeah if that makes sense mm-hmm. so like i've never i've like in all the bands that i've been in the past i've never felt pressure or like i always just been like all right well everyone everyone's doing their thing and every band has their sound every band has their their ethics and um I, yeah I've, I've never felt any kind of pressure and i even even now that the bay area is getting hella shine like I still don't feel any pressure. I'm, I look at it as just like, well, we're doing us, they're doing them. And, um, that's, that's pretty much it. Honestly. Like I'm not, I'm, I honestly don't like, I don't get pressed on like, fuck, like we got to do this. We got to do this. Cause we got to, we, we got to catch up with drain or we got to catch up with Gulch or, or whoever else, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're just doing us and they're doing them. And at the end of the day, like we're all friends and, well, like like Matthew said, like we all support each other and shit, and so it doesn't it doesn't feel like a race or anything like that. Yeah, like like I mentioned earlier, uh, seeing tsunami uh, tweet about you guys being the, the the greatest band from the Bay. Uh, oh, don't don't listen to that. Like, that. That's just because like I don't know, we're all good friends, and like they just they, they'll gas up all their friends, but yeah. but but it's awesome, right? Because uh, trust me, it, yeah, it's tight. Yeah, because I'm I'm I, I I've seen circles where people get jaded where their peers are like, you know, uh, quote unquote doing uh, better uh, when it's just like, it, it, it shouldn't be like that. Right. Like you shouldn't be looking at your friends and feeling negative when they're having success. Right. you should look at that and be happy for them and want to strive to, to get some success uh, like them instead of, uh, you know, growing and, uh, you know, spewing, uh, you know, hatred towards these people that you're supposed to, you know, be supporting and, you know, having their backs. Uh, so, so when see stuff like that, right, they don't even have to tweet about you guys. Um, but the fact that they're saying that stuff and they know that it's going to get a lot of attention. I, 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 I just love seeing, uh, that camaraderie and that, that unity between you guys up there. Cause it, it, it's definitely something special and not a lot of people have it. Hell yeah, man. That shit is like hella important. And like, like Joseph from Toonami, like he obviously knows his platform and like, he knows he's going to get a lot of reach for with whatever he says. So he's like he's down as fuck to support everyone that's been putting in work. And, and there's, there's, there's some bands from here who like showed up out of nowhere and like, they want to like be like, yo, what's up? Like we're this band, like come out to this show. And like, like they expect all this love because all these other bands have been uh, getting shown love, but like they don't really come around and like, they're just random weirdos, you know? (laughs) And like, and like, they're not going to get put on obviously, you know, like they're not like, I don't know it. And then I don't know, like, joseph's like and all of them like they've they know what's up you know like they've 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 um they've been going to shows for so long and like they know how it works and like i don't know like support who deserves the support you know yeah and i i feel like 
uh, everyone that I've interacted with uh, from up in your guys' area, even including you guys, everybody's been like, in my opinion, uh, great. Like no weird fake shit, no cool guy shit. Uh, you know, when we're talking, you know, on camera, off camera, everybody has just, you know, kept it real. And, and I definitely appreciate that from all of you up there. Hell yeah, dude. I think because the scene appears like a lot smaller than down South, mm-hmm. like it's still, like, I guess I don't want to say big, but like compared to down South, it's like small, you know, mm-hmm. and I think because there's less people, there's like less like fake weirdos. Yeah. It's, it's not as like tense when you go up to a show, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. I'm out here. It's like a, uh, even with like, you know, LA being such like a, a, a travel destination, um, we, we don't even know who's going to show up to these shows. Uh, like we have an idea of like the, the regulars who we're all familiar with, but, um, sometimes I, I'll like walk in a room and I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> like, where do they come from? And like, that's how it's been lately up here too. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, everywhere. I think the show has been popping off all over the country. True. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, I went uh, Koyo at program. That was like like probably like the, the craziest set um, for my weekend. Uh, just like so many kids and like yeah, it's like a lot of people that I didn't recognize, which is cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's always interesting because it's yeah, like I said, there's, there's a lot of like not like tourists in a bad way, but I think like legit tours, like people just traveling from all over and they know that there's a show in town, so they're gonna like pop out. So it, it, it's always uh, you know uh, kind of interesting to see who's gonna be around when uh, you know these shows actually go down. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hope like all these new people that have c- been coming around, like I hope they're they're able to see like what's up and like I hope they're not just like, you know, into it because right now it's like trending, you mm-hmm. know, and um, I hope they're able to see bands like Tsunami and Gulch and like all these members and like I hope they're able to like take something with them and like realize, oh, shit, like this is like this is like a culture, you know, it's not just like a fad. It's not just like a trend like. Like this is like a, a a culture, you know. Like there's like a family of, of of people here, and like I don't know. Like don't be shady, don't be weird, you know. Yeah, I always try to and encourage anybody that I meet to just just be yourself, you know. And not not everyone's gonna like you, uh, but first and foremost, you should like yourself, right? Because I know uh, sometimes it's hard for people to just be comfortable in their own skin. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but, but yeah, but, but like yourself, go out there, be real, go find the people that you're meant to be friends with, right? Don't go chasing, uh, you know, people who you want to be friends with just because um, you think they're going to get you like some sort of social status or whatever. Don't be a weirdo. Just, just be yourself. And like, people are going to like you for you. And th- those are the people I think you should meet. Exactly. Like, cause he's been going to shows a lot. I haven't even been going to shows that long, honestly, cause I'm only 20 and I, and I started going to shows when I was probably like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And even then I, I was going with uh, Jarrett and we would like, he would drive because I didn't have a license or like, and, and we'd pull up and we wouldn't know anybody, you know, or like we'd be hella intimidated because hardcore is pretty scary when you like, it's your first show. You know what I mean? So mm. like, I didn't know anybody. I, I mean, my brother, he's always been in hardcore. So like, I knew that if me and Jarrett were like, ever like feeling like, Oh, we feel like weird, you know, this is weird. Like, let's go find Justin, my brother. Like, Cause I know he, he can talk to me, you know? And um, yeah, it was, I think the important thing is like <clears throat> for people that come around and it's just important to, like you said, be yourself, like yourself, you know what I mean? Like, like who you are as a person and be comfortable enough to, you know, be like, like, this is who I am. And if you don't like me, like that's, that's it. You know what I mean? I pull up to shows and, and I'm not like trying to be fake or like try to like, like uh people say like network i'm not trying to be like you know hella weird like mm-hmm. it's just weird you know so i don't know i think that's like super important because a lot of people i feel like nowadays 
lose sight of that, you know, or like if hardcore is like blowing up and like people all of a sudden like want to get in hardcore, which is cool. You know, that's, that's good that like people are starting to like it and more people are liking it, but that's always like in the back of my mind is like, please just like, if, if anyone were to come, like just be yourself, you know what I mean? Just don't be fake. Don't be a weirdo. You know? Yeah. hundred percent. I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think it would do a lot of people so much justice instead of like trying to put on an act because 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 and it blows my mind that that people still do it because it, it's so easy to see through right and you're just kind of scratching your head like how like why do they think they can get away with this this is so weird yeah it's it's kind of it's funny not to say there's like an etiquette but like there kind of is in in hardcore you know and like it kind of takes some time to like learn how like shit works you know and like obviously like don't do weirdo ego shit you know don't expect like certain like respect when you've only been going to shows for like a month you know 100 percent. i i'll, I'll never forget um I, I don't know what happened but I, I was at this show and like this fight broke out and this guy who who i'd never even seen before but he was claiming he, he had been going to shows for 20 years uh so he thought he, he couldn't get beat up but somebody just punched him in the face and i was like dude i was like i was like that's that's good that that happened to that guy because um it, it doesn't matter how long you've been around um anybody can get it you just got to be respectful right because because if you walk around with this you know the, the, like the ego like that guy like just because he's been going to shows for 20 years to, to think that he's untouchable that's that, that's bs just just, just be chill because I, I think a lot of people uh, don't realize that um like people are, are actually pretty chill like you know even though things can get violent but you know in between bands in between sets and nobody's throwing spin kicks everybody's just chilling waiting for, for, for the next one uh so it's, yeah yeah man. literally just the other day this fool almost broke my back like moshing hella hard jeez you're back that that's a big that's a big deal and how, then, do, how does that happen he was just he was on one because who was it king nine god's hate I, I saw him and then i that really hurt and then fucking um uh brandon our friend we were talking about he like literally almost broke my jaw like on the speaker of the stage it's like yeah like you said anyone can get hurt you know what i mean so mm -hmm. yeah it's cool okay well about like oh, like not like you said like this guy was like going to shows for like 20 years and then like try to act all weird like that's like i'm glad you brought that up because like that does happen too and like there's a lot of old heads recently in san jose that stopped coming around because mm -hmm. now they're just like they're jaded you know and like i i don't know they don't want to like keep putting in the like not not to say you got to put in work but like they think oh well i've been going to shows for this amount of time i've been in these bands like I, I should still have respect right now. Like, and then now they don't come around anymore. And all they do is like talk shit on the internet about these, like about us, you know? And like, it's like, dude, like, yeah, you don't gotta like have some weird ego just because you've been coming around for X amount of time, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like that's like a very like important thing to, to like realize is like, man, like if you're about it, like be about it. And then like, I don't know, like, don't worry about how, like there's no like cred or anything. It's just a matter of like respect and like respecting others and, you know, pulling up for the, like for the culture, you know? And I don't know. I, I, I hope kids are able to like realize that too. hundred percent. And it, it, it is whack that uh, those old heads are, you know, uh, jaded and shitting on you guys when they should be, uh, you know, uplifting you guys or trying to, you know, pass down some knowledge to, to keep it going. Cause if, uh, cause if, cause if they take a step back and look at what you guys are doing, for their scene your scene um it's it's amazing right to to, to put it on the map uh again and uh you know uh put notice on the, just that area specifically you know versus uh you know uh any other part of california it, it, it's so whack that 
uh, people you know can't just be happy for the the young kids you know where when like that that's like the most important part like uh, these young kids who, who come in like they're so important because they're the ones who i always say are going to be here when we're gone they're going to be the ones starting the new bands booking the next show starting the next podcast starting the next zine whatever so it's, it's always mind-boggling to, to me when people want to try to shit on young kids um, who are just wanting to you know to, to just kind of keep things moving forward and uh, you know <clears throat> keep it going yeah and i like i love like going to shows and like obviously like Saeed and Jarrett and like Jordan and like friends who like I've, I've had since like we started infirmary, they'll come too. And like, that's cool. Cause before, like we started going to shows, they didn't even know what hardcore was. And to me, it was like just the idea of playing in a band. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing, you know? And um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I like being able to like, to know that there's other people who are like my age, like as far as like age difference between me and like, adrian or like the friends that adrian had like going to shows because he started going to shows earlier than me you know what i mean so for someone to pull up who's like 19 20 that's cool too or like it's i also think it's funny too that like looking like back because going to shows now and like seeing people who i knew from high school who are like like getting in hardcore like out of nowhere too when like you know it's always been around like i don't know it's just it's a weird it's a weird um like thing you kind of have to navigate your way into like like getting into it you know what i mean like you can like you can pull up and everyone can be really welcoming but at the same time like you were saying there's there's not like there's an etiquette but there's an etiquette you know so Mm -hmm. i don't know i i get glad like knowing that there's kids who still come out and like they're my age you know so 100 yeah no i always get stoked on uh listening to new bands and wanting to reach out and, and talk to these uh you know uh, new kids young kids whatever uh and and even to, to show them like yo uh uh like i have no ego you know i um, even though yeah like i've done this podcast i've talked to so many people uh from the scene uh I, i'm still just as interested as the the new young band versus the you know the, the most hype band whatever you know like uh, I, I feel like uh, it's all important exactly yeah, 100%. All right. Uh, and just uh, a couple last things. Uh, you mentioned infirmary a couple times. It's still in your bio. Uh, is, is that door completely closed? You know, I I, uh, I, I, I sung your guys' praises, uh, you know, way back when. And I, I had uh, so much hope for uh, you guys as a band because obviously I, I felt like the music was uh, super solid, especially for um, you guys, uh, you know, uh, being so young back then. And obviously, um, I, I feel like it, it's translated well into Eightfold Path. That's why I enjoy the music. That's why, um, you know, I, 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 I even told you, like, you know, the, the, the door for any of um, you guys to, to come on is always open. Um, but I'm just curious, you know, it's there in your bio. Um, is it, is it done or is there a possibility, um, maybe a show or two? It's always like talked about and I don't, I, I don't want to say it's done for the sake of like Jarrett and Jorb or sorry, Jordan, I call him Jorb, um, or Saeed, but, um, cause I know like they'd all be, they'd all be down, but I, Jordan's busy. Like he, he does his rap shit now. And, um, Jarrett plays in lead dream Me and Saeed are doing this. And it's not like we're hella busy with like band stuff, but like we're all pretty busy with like school and work mm-hmm. and like music, you know? And I don't think like, I don't know. I don't want to say like this should be a priority, but I don't think it's really a priority like for most of us. But the, I wouldn't I also wouldn't say that the door is completely closed. I would love to do something again. Like, like you, like I told you earlier, I save riffs. I literally have 
riffs like ready to go if they ever wanted to like hit me up to like be like hey let, let's do it you know mm-hmm. and i still talk to them i still talk to saeed obviously i still talk to jared um i saw him last night actually at the koya show at uh in cupertino oh awesome. um and then uh i still talk to jordan all the time so it's not like it's nothing weird it's just a matter of like do we want to do it but i don't think the door is closed like you know well uh I'm just happy that I caught you guys in Fullerton because like I tell people all the time, like you got to go out to these shows. You you, you never know um, if that's going to be it for the band or, uh, or, or what's going to happen. But, you know, I, I went to that Fullerton show, you know, uh, yeah, at program. I, I, I caught you guys and, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately on my end, I haven't been able to see you since. But uh, like I said, I, I was happy that I rolled out and was able to at least experience it live one time. Yeah, I think that was the last show we ever played actually in uh, Fullerton or wait, no. Yeah, it was. That was the last show I ever played because after that we drove home and then we just kind of sat and we didn't do anything. And then, um, and then, yeah, a bunch of other shit went down, but that's, that was, yeah, that was the last show we played. Okay. Wild. Great place. Uh, you know, program legendary, legendary DIY spot that, that, that place yeah. still to this day blows my mind with what they're able to, to, to have happen in that record store. I was really happy. To be able to play. Yeah. Okay, well, this has been a great pleasure of mine. Uh, you know, it, it's it's cool to finally be able to to, to speak to you guys. Um, uh, and and you know, put the name to the uh, or the, excuse me, the, the face to the Twitter names. <clears throat> um, but before we sign off, is there anything else you guys would like to say? Uh, anything to say? You got anything to say? Nah, c- come to shows. You know, support bands. Uh, listen to hardcore, and um, you know, just keep coming to shows if 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 someone's listening to this and they're debating on coming to a show or if they've never heard of us before, you know, pull up, say hi or whatever, and just enjoy the show. Um, yeah. All right. Adrian, you, you good or, uh, I don't know, man. You gotta do uh, some shout outs, man. Some shout outs. Dude, drop uh, your, your, your gamer tag, your steaming, whatever. Ah, um, I don't know if I can do all that. <laughs> um, but I'll shout out, um, uh, all of my, my best friends in R1D and uh, BOA. That's, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen to uh, Jordan's rap shit, uh, Little Glock Shoddy. And uh, I have another friend named Darren who also does this on the same boat. Uh, his name is Alucard, spelled four, and then L U C A R D. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then, you know, support local bands. 100%. Shout out to you guys. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Go stream Rituals by Eightfold Path. Think us later, and we'll be back soon. 